What's up, guys? This is Kevin Renzi, and you are listening to the Not A Real Pastor podcast, where each week I take a dive into what we did as a student ministry, as a church, and hopefully you gain some tips, tricks, or insights on things that you can do and apply in your ministry and church. So let's dive right into it right off the bat. I'm not going to be talking about necessarily lessons or things like that that we're doing because I've got two big things I want to talk about. First of all, first thing that we're going to talk about is Sunday night's parent meeting. So Sunday afternoon, I came to the house and I organized what I was going to talk about in the parent meeting specifically because I understand that parents' time is valuable. And I didn't want to just ramble on and chase rabbits. I wanted to be intentional about what we talked about in our student ministry meeting. So I gathered all of our parents up and we immediately went into the meeting. And the first thing that I wanted to do was recap our Valentine's Day banquet and what we could do better what things that they maybe saw that they liked or disliked or anything like that. I think they were kind of apprehensive at first because they thought maybe that I thought it didn't go well, but I, I wanted to make clear that I thought it went really well and I thought it was the most organized that we had and all of these things. But I wanted to, I wanted their insight on if they thought there were things that we could do better and we could make it a bigger event and and things like that in 2021 and they had some great ideas and one of those ideas from a parent was that our students personally hand out Valentine's Day cards like invitation almost and I thought that was a great idea so say a student uh, say Holly uh, has a has a card has a Valentine's Day card and she hands to a couple or a person and says, hey, I want to personally invite you to our Valentine's Day banquet, and this ensures you a seat at my table where I get to serve you. I think that that is a great idea. And we talked about doing that and also hyping up the event more, maybe starting like in the first week of January, kind of hyping up what we're going to do as our Valentine's Day banquet because we did a good job of that I felt like but we were a little bit late so we only advertised it for like three weeks so if you add another three weeks to it you're looking at a month and a half and it's really in people's minds so we talked about that the second thing that we talked about was uh, summer camp and what we're doing there so we aren't going to a future student life or anything like that this year we are going to harvest on the reservoir which is in columbia mississippi i think actually carson mississippi is where it's technically at but anyway we're going there they have a foster kids camp that they do for several weeks during the summer and our students and our ministry is going to be able to help out there and we are taking thursday friday saturday and sunday and thursday and friday we're dealing with the foster kids and doing projects with them and then saturday is going to be more of a laid-back fun day and then saturday evening we're having a family day and what we're doing there is I'm inviting all the families out 
and Saturday Saturday evening, Saturday night, where I'm hoping to do is bring in a worship leader and bring in a speaker, and they kind of lead off, and we have intentional family worship time. And I'm super excited about that, and I think our parents are excited about that, to be able to come out and hear what the students are doing and see what they're doing and see what they've done over the over the days prior. And then Sunday morning, I'll probably lead a message and we'll have a big breakfast to feed the kids and we'll pack up and we'll come back. So that's what we're doing as far as summer camp. There's a lot more involved in, in it than just that. So it's going to be a really packed four days. But we talked about that. I went over the cost and deadlines and things like that. But the final thing, that I want to talk about that we talked about at our student ministry parent meeting is a student ministry team. And this is something that I kind of put on the back burner uh, for several years now. And actually, my pastor approached me last year about it, like suggested uh, doing it. And I've always liked the idea of it. And I've always enjoyed the thought of having a student ministry team. But I've never put it into action. So in 2020, I want to put that in action. And next month, we'll be voting on three adult leaders to be involved in the student ministry team and then one student. And the parents actually suggested the students vote on the student to be uh, on that student ministry team. So I thought that was a great idea. We're going to go with that. And then I'll be on the student ministry team, of course, so that will have basically five members. And what the goal of the student ministry team is, is to think long term for uh, our student ministry as a whole and events and things like that that we can do to push the student ministry forward while also looking at little week to week things that kind of give an assessment on that. So basically... The student ministry team, I want them to be heavily involved in our week-to-week service, but also the vision, like the long-term vision of what we're doing. And I'm excited about that. I'm super, super excited about having a student ministry team that we come in each month in our normal parent meetings and say, this is what we have planned. This is what we are doing. And I'm really excited about that. I think the parents are too, because they don't, feel like that, okay, there's 12, 15 parents in here, however many that, you know, we don't have to make every single decision or we don't have to be necessarily quote unquote involved in every decision. We can just kind of do it. You got it planned out. You know what we're, what you're doing. So I'm really excited about that. And then we adjourned our parent meeting there and I felt like that it was very to the point I felt like we stayed on point we didn't chase rabbits and because I understand that parents their time is valuable it was like I think 23 minutes is how long we went I tried I'm trying to like time myself on what we're doing so parent meeting I felt like it was a success and then here's the second thing that I want to talk about that we're redoing and we are actually renovating our student ministry building so our student ministry building has a little bit of a history it used to be like an open air gazebo and they walled it up to make the student ministry building well before i got there and 
there was like two, I think two or three student pastors before me, and they made it a little bit better, they made it a little bit better, and they made it a little bit better, and so forth. And now that I've been there for closing in on a decade, uh, we've done things to make the student ministry building better, but over the past couple of years, I haven't done anything, or like I haven't really updated the student ministry building, and it's kind of deteriorating, because that's what buildings do. And we just decided in 2020, the students and myself decided that we wanted to completely renovate this student ministry building. So we pulled up, we had some like tile that me and my dad put down several years ago in the building. We pulled all of that up Sunday night and we're going to repaint. Uh, we're going, our student ministry colors are like blue and white. And we're going to make the uh, walls gray, keep the white on the borders. Just do some things like that, just to make it look better. Because I think we as ministers in general, not just student pastors, we get so involved with like events and meetings and lesson plans and all of these things that sometimes we forget the things that are right in front of us. Because, you know, like some of that tile had become broken and things like that. My students pointed out to me that, man, this like you walk in and you immediately see broken tile. That's not cool. So I think that sometimes like that we forget those things that are right in front of us and we have to put ourselves in a visitor's shoes. And it's not to say that the gospel isn't priority at all. Like you can have a pristine church but have terrible theology and a terrible representation of the gospel and it won't be good. But also, you could have an amazing message, and you could have a clear representation of what the gospel is. But if your building looks like garbage, then that's not appealing to a visitor. So, I think sometimes we forget those things that while a building doesn't matter, it does matter to a point. Like, if you're a pastor listening to this, uh, if a new couple with a newborn comes to your church, they want the nursery to be up to par, right? Like they want someone who knows what they're doing to have their child because they're, you know, most of the time, uh, parents will send a child to nursery and they don't want someone incompetent or like wires hanging out of a building, uh, out of a socket, you know, like where their child can get zapped, right? So, you know, the building does matter, right? So anyway, uh, that's what we're doing is we're kind of renovating our student ministry building. And I had a youth ministry fail actually last night. Uh, we were, I, I planned my whole like night around cleaning off the borders and putting tape around the borders. So whenever we started to paint, you know, you put the blue painters tape up and we were putting the blue painters tape up. And one of my students, Carter, he was like, brother Kevin, I got a question. I was like, okay, what's up, man? He said, why are we putting up painter's tape? And I said, well, you know, we've got to put up the painter's tape because, you know, we're going to be painting, you know, common sense, right? And he said, but we're repainting everything. Like, we're repainting the white and the blue. And it completely wrecked me, like, completely blew my mind, y'all. Because he was right. Like, we didn't need to put up the painter's tape because we were repainting everything. And I had planned my entire 
like Wednesday night around this, and I was like, oh my gosh, like we're going to recycle this painter's tape, we're going to like just just stop, stop what you're doing right now, so we, uh, I made a quick back, I made a quick backup plan, we played some games, and we listened or watched some videos that I planned to share the next couple of weeks, things like that, we had intentional prayer time, but I had played my entire night around doing this painter state stuff, only to find out that my 16-year-old, uh, one of my 16-year-old students, he, uh, he had more wisdom than what I did, so there was that, but I hope uh, that you that you listen to this and you know understand that that it's not just about renovating a, a student ministry building. It's sometimes we uh, miss uh, the forest because of the trees. Like, and I feel like I learned this week that. I do that sometimes. Like with a student ministry team, I kind of put it on the back burner, put it on the back burner, and put it on the back burner. With the student ministry building, you know, you kind of put it on the back burner because you're planning events and lesson plans and all this stuff. And then the things that should be like front and center kind of get pushed to the back, you know. So hopefully you can take this episode and apply it to your student ministry. And Maybe things that have been on the back burner, you can say, I'm going to get these done. I'm going to get these done in 2020. So I hope that you enjoyed the episode. A few things that you can do. You can find the Not A Real Pastor podcast and follow, subscribe, whatever platform uh, uses that lingo. You can do that. You can find the Not A Real Pastor podcast on Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Radio Public, Pocket Cast, and Stitcher. If your podcasting platform has a rating like Apple Podcasts does, give me a five-star rating and show that you enjoy listening to the podcast. You can follow the Not A Real Pastor podcast on social media, particularly on Facebook at Not A Real Pastor Podcast. You just type that in the search bar and you can find the Facebook page. If you want to support the Not A Real Pastor podcast, you can On Anchor, they have a system where you can do a monthly donation for as little as 99 cents. That is like less than half the price of a 20-ounce Coke. I paid $188 plus tax for a 20-ounce Coke the other day. You could skip a Coke and you could pay for like two months on the Anchor podcast payment thing. How cool is that? And that will go to the show and to help build it to make it a little bit better each and every week. So you can do that, but you don't have to. But I would enjoy a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts if you're listening on there. So go do that. I'll leave a link for the Sidekick app because I've literally used it every week in our student ministry. You can also find that on DownloadEastMinistry.com. So with that said, I hope that you all have a great week.